I don't know why I thought that was so funny that time. <laughs> You've never laughed this much before. The, <laughs> the deep breath there right before you said it. I don't know. It, it did it for oh. me. <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> there you go. It's going good, man. Uh, we had no more hockey, so that makes me sad. But you know what? I'm getting into other sports. like, So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean, dude, the... The UFC this weekend was phenomenal, and I know well, that you're not the biggest the UFC guy. Well, yeah, but the, the well, yeah, the McGregor fight didn't end well, but I'm a big Sugar Sean O'Malley guy. Bro, we're, we it, both are. Wow, dude, he's a beast. He what is, a dude. what a weekend, dude! I've never seen a guy connect that many times at that high of a percentage on someone before. I mean, he didn't. It, it looked like he never missed. I think he hit like about eighty percent. That man talks uh, about. That man talks about how when he goes in there, he's tr- he's trying to make a show. Like he's trying to be entertaining, and I love it. I love the dude. Yeah, my favorite fighter show. right now, absolutely. Dude, yeah, he's mine too. Um, I like McGregor. I think he's exciting, but at the same time, like, I don't hate that he lost. I mean. He's he is an asshole. I hate we the, way that, the way that he lost. I hate the way he lost, but I I do believe that that his kick was checked. When you go back and watch, he definitely he, he definitely cracked his ankle when when he went to kick him earlier when he went to kick yeah. uh, Poirier. But um, I mean, dude, I, Poirier is a good fighter. I I still think Poirier is going to win that fight. I said it before the fight. I thought the first round went to Poirier. I did think now there was he did cheat a little bit where he uses uh he got I think it was his toes in the, yeah. in the in the cage and you can't do that. That's the thing I've heard um, the most from Conor McGregor fans is that they're like, "Oh, he cheated." And it's like, "All right." Yeah, well, I you guess know so. what? You still like, lost. Technically, you're right, but also that was a very little, very little thing. And I mean, it, he it did lasted have for him. like well, it lasted for like a second, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, he was able to use it to get. Um, yeah, he was able, able to get out of the... help him out, get out of the guillotine. That was uh, pretty yeah. big, actually. It's a pretty critical point. So I do see it, but um, I'd like to see a fourth one. <laughs> and we're not going to see it soon, for sure. I think no. Poirier is going to get a title shot, which would be cool to watch. I hope so, dude. He's. From what I've seen, he seems like a he seems like a pretty cool guy. So I'd love to see Poirier get a shot. And I want to um, see the belt once again. And and um, you know that's a guy who you know I showed you Khabib. Um, yeah. A few months back, he fought Khabib, and he went three rounds with him, and he actually like he almost beat him. He had him in a guillotine for like what seemed like a whole minute, and I don't know how Khabib does it, but he just somehow finds a way. But no, I. I think uh, Dustin's definitely a guy who's who's deserves deserves a chance at the belt again, and he's dude, he's so good. He's an unbelievable fighter. Um, it sucks to see you know McGregor go down, but at the same time, like you know, there's a lot of good fighters, and I think uh, McGregor needs to see that he's he's not the uh, he's not number one anymore. Um, he's certainly entertaining. He's great for the sport because no matter what. You either love him or you hate him, and you want to watch him no matter what. So he's great for the sport, and I will say that. So, and I want to see more. <laughs> I want to see more sugar. Sh- sh- oh, fuck, sugar Sean O'Malley. Thank you. I couldn't get the fucking words out. Yeah, uh, dude, the sugar show is great to watch, dude. He's amazing. The sugar show, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, we got the NHL, uh, Stanley Cup. It's over. The Lightning have won back-to-back Stanley Cups. They are, they are an amazing hockey team, man. 
Um, yeah, and I'm not at all surprised um, in five games. And I will say, for game five, one nothing cup clincher, that was the best game that could have happened. It, it, like if, when you read those stats, it doesn't display how it doesn't like I guess represent how well the game or how great the game was. Jeez, I can't talk. But dude, that game was so exciting. That second period may have been one of the most exciting periods I've ever watched. I was literally standing up in front of the TV. I could not sit. It was, oh, it was amazing. It was a great game. Great I, game. I was at a baseball game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, still question your decision, but at least you have fun. So My brother had an extra ticket, and I said I'd go with him. Like, I don't know. I've watched a lot of hockey games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't blame you there. It's fine. Uh, who scored that? Who scored that game winner? Do you remember? I'm sorry. Oh, there's Colton? so much. There was so much to Colton cover. Ross, in other than Ross hockey. Colton? Ross, Ross right Colton. Now. It was. Yeah, it was Colton. The youngster. Congrats, Colton! You got a game-winning Stanley Cup goal. You got the dream that all kids dream about. Yep, cup clincher, dude. That's insane. Fourth line guy too. Love to see it. Uh, Vasilevsky wins the con Smythe. Honestly, deserved. He played like an well absolute deserved. monster through through the entire series. How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Kucherov and his uh, his quote against the Canadians fans? Um, I, uh, I think it was like it wasn't the classiest of um of moves i i think that at the end of a series i think you just gotta kind of shake hands and you know you know you won you know i I think there was respect coming from montreal too and um yeah i i i wasn't a fan of it but i don't think it's that big of a deal like i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna put like a stain on his reputation i think he was already drunk and he he was ready to party, you know. You have to remember that guy also had a frustrating year. As much as people want to ridicule Tampa Bay for being over the salary cap, they still played it by the rules. And that guy sat out a whole season, came in the playoffs, and was the best player in, in the playoffs. And then he wins another cup back to back, and this time with fans in the building. I, I think a lot of people don't understand. What that means to to that team is, you know, a big part of of winning and holding that cup. It means more when you have your fans there to 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 scream and cheer and and celebrate it with you. So I think that you know they're all just riding very high. And of course, uh, Pat Maroon, dude, he was partying once again for the third year in a row. Three cups in a row for Pat Maroon. He's got to be on cloud nine. What do you think? He's living the life, man. I mean, that sounds like just the best three years ever like just to compete at that high of a level and just actually you has three fucking rings he's three stanley cups in a course of three years <laughs> three years oh dude he's big got rig. back to back to back <laughs> oh my gosh it sounds like that logic song 44 more is like back to back to back to back and hey, maybe you know what you maroon. gotta just whatever team pat maroon's on you just gotta put some money down that they'll win the cup <laughs> oh, dude! I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. Like, you might as well just throw it down now. As soon as he signs a contract somewhere, just throw it down. Screw it. Hopefully, it's with Washington. There was a great tweet. Yeah, <laughs> there's a great <laughs> tweet. Uh, I'm rolling back to the lightning a little bit, where someone was like, "Oh, you know, winning in the bubble, it's not the same. It's not the same." And now. <laughs> Everyone's just clowning on this dude. They're like, "How's is this one good enough? Is this one real?" Uh, it's so funny. No, everyone's ripping them. They're saying there's two asterisks next to their cup be, be, uh, against both cup wins because of the whole salary cap thing this year and then the bubble last year. But dude, I think the bubble was harder to win. Yeah, you know the the, the I mean the the conditions like trying to just live through that and you don't get to be you home. Know, you don't get to yeah. You're laying in a hotel bed the whole time. You're sitting in a room. You're going like you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. I think people don't understand that that's a that's a grueling experience. And and you know, listening to a lot of those interviews on on Chicklets after the after the fact, 
you know, players came out and they said that they, you know, they were like, yeah, it was harder than people could ever imagine. I mean, imagine not seeing your loved ones for months at a time. I mean, it's, it's tough. That's yeah, tough. Absolutely. So I, I give credit to Tampa Bay. Good for them. Management did great this year. Wiggled in, uh, sliding by a rule, you know, I, which you will know, probably change. The rules. It's probably going to be, a they rule might, change. they might after what just happened. So, yeah. But I mean, I never, I never get too upset about that because if you didn't break the rules, then how can I be that upset? Like, hey, my team could have done it if we, you know, if we got in that position and if we did it, I think I wouldn't be pissed off. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would be the same as Lightning fans, just like shut the fuck up. We didn't break the rules. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I, I get, I get what people are saying, but at the same time, like, if yeah. I'm, if I'm looking at it from just na- the outside in, like. If I'm a player or another GM in the league, I'm like, if I'm another GM in the league, I'm like, why the hell didn't I do that? Or why didn't I think of that? You know what I mean? So, oh, well, what a great game seven, dude. Or game five, sorry. It felt like a game seven while I was watching it, though. It was a fantastic game. It was a great playoffs. I know it's, you know, it was only five games in the cup final, but, you know, it was still, besides, those, those last two games were just, they were fun to watch. They really were. That last game was the best one in the series, even though Tampa won. That was so exciting to watch. I'm glad you got to see it. I was <laughs> I, I was getting jealous sitting in the sitting in the stands <laughs> uh, watching baseball. I did pull up the game for the last like five minutes on my phone, but yeah, I missed most of that game. Uh, I suggest finding a way and going back and watching just the second period. You'll be literally like, oh my gosh, can't believe I missed this. <laughs> Not to kind of just like add insult to injury, but... <laughs> so the Stanley Cup is over. Hockey is over for now, but we do have a lot of crazy news happening. First thing we're going to talk about... Let's talk about the most recent news. Uh, Pekka Reina retired, mm-hmm. which... I felt like it came out of nowhere, but I... No, it didn't. Yeah. Uh, I think ever since that cup run that Nashville made, it was it 2017, it, he hasn't really been the same. It looks like they're going with, what's his name, Soros, right? You see Soros? Soros yeah. Yeah, and I think I think he's the guy now, and I think, uh, you know, it comes to the points where I think Pekka was like, you know... How old is Pekka? It, time is time, at 36, I think, okay. around there. I thought he was younger. Um, no, he's he's a veteran of the game, man. He's it's been a fantastic goalie to watch over the years. But you know, it's when when it's time Ooh, to he's I guess, 38. hang him up. Thirty-eight. So yeah, he's Ooh, even older I than, he was than like, I thought. <laughs> I thought he was like 33, 34. <clears throat> no, nah, he's an oldie. Well, yeah, not that old, but yeah. Yeah, thirty-eight's pretty. It's pretty up there for goalies, for any. Yeah, he's athlete. He's a legend, though, dude. The guy was an absolute machine in the NHL, so props to him on a great career. Yeah, whatever. I, I didn't get to see his golden years, but uh, I've only ever heard good things about Pekka. Yeah, you came in right as he just, like, completely declined. <laughs> like, he yeah. dropped immensely. <laughs> well, next on the docket, we got a uh, Ryan Suter and Zach Parise contracts are bought out by the Wild. And yeah. I have a theory that I'd love to share with you. I'm sure I'm not the only one who has thought of this. I think they're making room to get Jack Eichel. Yeah. I mean, that that would make sense. It and, would. Um, you know, it, this is going to be interesting to or see. Or Ryan Suter, Ryan Suter took a big dip this year. He did. And yeah. Zach Parise has been on the... Um, downfall for for a few years now i should say he didn't play well in those playoffs for the wild when they did put him in from a healthy scratch he did come in and produce so i don't know if that's going to be a continuing uh line but i don't know it seems like he still has at least a little bit of gas in the tank i don't know what he would get paid but i think someone will pick him up for sure yeah i mean he's uh, he, he struggled this year, and so did Suter. And I, you know, they had those massive contracts, and I knew this day would come when they signed those contracts. I think back in 2012, 
I was literally just looking at their stats. Um, I forgot to look. I think it was 2012, though, and, you know, we all saw that this was going to eventually happen because they're signed, like, seven, eight million, nine, I don't even, something crazy, like, seven and a half million up until, like, they're 41 or something. They're something crazy, so. I don't get those contracts, you know, by the way. They were, oh, well, dude, you never saw Zach Parise on Devils. Oh, my gosh, dude. Ryan Suter was a beast. Zach Parise, uh, he's also a Minnesota born, born and raised kid. So having like a hometown hero come over, come back and be the captain. And well, I guess he wasn't the captain, but you know, just kind of be the, the star of the team. I think that was like a big thing for the city. Um, I was saying of Minneapolis and yeah, I meant those contracts in general, big money over a long, over a long period. I just don't like well, it's it. just. Yeah, well, it's it's an investment. I mean, you invest in those guys. I guess they thought that they had at least a cup in those years, and they took a gamble. And sometimes you got to, I guess, to try to try to go for a cup. So, I mean, I've seen teams do it, and it sometimes works out, and sometimes doesn't. So, um, this in this case, it didn't. But um, I forget who's the GM over there. I believe it's Billy Garen. Um, I have to look that up too. But what he's been doing over there has been fantastic. Um, I believe it's Bill Guerin. Yeah, he is. It's Bill Guerin. He's the GM of the Minnesota Wild, and he's been doing amazing ever since he stepped in. So <clears throat> I think that uh, I'd be interested to see if they sign for, like, minimum contracts or $1 million deals and where they go. You know, I could see a guy like Parise signing somewhere in, like, Montreal, like Corey Perry, and, you know, who knows? Maybe he fills in on a fourth line. Maybe he goes to Buffalo for a cheap contract and just helps – you know, helps them out a little bit. I don't know. Well, maybe he goes to Cup Contender. That's probably what he's going yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know like, why he would want to go to Buffalo. Buffalo's yeah, I don't like, know why. That's the dumbest thing I think I've ever said. Like, I was wondering. But a team like Pittsburgh or, or Washington, you know, maybe he comes in, plays for a minimum contract, maybe fourth line minutes, maybe mixed in third line to spark scoring here and there. And Now, this might I don't know. sound dumb. But the Las Vegas Golden Knights. When we need some depth. I think Zach Brzezik could maybe pull that off. I don't know. I wouldn't be the most uh, happy about it, but I could see it happening. I don't know. I I mean, Vegas. They're in, they're in cap trouble, right? They're 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 getting close to that. Uh, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's yeah. And what, I hear the rumors about Eichel, but like I feel like they'd have to give up a goalie, which, which I just I don't. don't yeah. I don't see how that would help Buffalo. I don't. I think you'd have to give up like two big pieces, like a Marsh or so, and like a, and like Pacioretty. You know, oh. like you'd have to give up something, like two great players for for a franchise guy. Like that would and maybe even soul. a pick. It would, but you know, maybe the Vegas is looking for a culture change, which I wouldn't do. I think if you deviate from a from a team that's looked as good as they have the past couple of years where they've made it to the conference finals two years in a row. Three out of four. Is it, yeah. It, um, they're doing something right right now. And, and right now all through. they need is them. They just need the missing piece of the puzzle. And I think by getting rid of two of your best players would not be it right now. I, I could th- see moving patch already. I could see them moving patch already. Speaking but, of Jack Eichel, what are some what are some spots you think he could actually feasibly go? We already talked about the Wild, the Rangers, the Rangers, the Rangers, the Rangers. Dude, he um he, he there's been talk about him going there for over a year now, um, and it seems like a good spot. I think he's also from Boston. Um, I could see the Bruins maybe. Um, I don't know if they're able. But I think they're getting rid of that Krejci contract. Maybe move a couple more pieces around. And you you could squeeze him in. Maybe if they get if they lose Rask um, in this coming year, you you have enough cap space to to get a guy like Eichel. Um, the number one spot that seems to be on everyone's list right now is are the Kings. The Kings, yeah, I could see that too. Um, Anaheim, other names I've heard. Anaheim, yep, I've heard Minnesota, Calgary. Golden Knights, Bruins, and Rangers, and then of course your Kings. Um, Not my Kings. So yeah, but... 
dude i yeah i say that as a joke um but yeah dude it'd be it's gonna be so crazy to see what happens and then uh that poor city i'm so sorry buffalo i just want to say that (laughs) i love you guys i'm rooting for you every step of the way you guys have zero cups i used to be a fan of a team that had zero cups and you guys waited i think just as no longer just as long or as long as the capitals did i think longer so i'm so sorry we feel your pain over here on chill and chill so we're wishing you guys the best of luck so the other the other player that seems this is this was just kind of wild tarasenko wants out tarasenko doesn't want to be in the blues anymore He, he requested a trade hell yes it's music to my ears i mean he had a bad year this year um but that guy turns it on. <laughs> I mean, I've seen changer. him play amazing. Yeah, he. I mean, he was putting up thirty goals a year a few years ago. Like he, he's a good player. Um, Capitals are looking to move um, Kuznetsov, and I heard a rumor that Washington has shown interest in Vladimir Tarasenko. So, <clears throat> I would love. Love, love to see it happen, and we're seeing um, we're seeing the same uh, the same set of teams as before, the Rangers, the Kings, the Devils. Uh, the only other interesting one I see is the Panthers. I don't know how they would get them, <coughs> but that would be Islanders. Cool. Ooh, I saw Islanders. something about the Islanders too. Yeah, does he fit in their scheme well? Um, he's won a cup. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I feel like you just know the Islanders those... play that specific style of hockey, and if but a lot of times I've noticed with a lot of these teams that won cups recently in the recent years is their superstars play well defensively in order to win those cups. Um, right. I mean, look at Tampa this year. How great was their back check? How many times did you see Montreal get an odd man rush? Rarely ever. I mean, that they were they had like three or four guys back. Yeah. It's like by the time the other team reached the red line, it was it was impressive to watch. Oh, Edmonton and Philadelphia are also linked to Vladimir. Mm. So everything I'm looking at right now, it, it's it's it looks like there's about ten or eleven teams interested in him. And it oh, looks I'm like sure. teams that are just trying to move pieces, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming the Wild couldn't have traded Suter or Parise. Because their contracts are just terrible, oh, and there's no way. Fuck no, dude. Yeah. Where are you? I like. Come on. No. That's what I said. <laughs> Never. I know. I'm just saying. Like, just the thought of it's like, God. Like, are you? It'd be like if the other GM had had a controller and could just like hit accept trade, like in PlayStation, <laughs> <laughs> like control the other teams. <laughs> uh, we got one more trade. This is our last topic for the NHL. We have an official trade that has happened. You have uh, the Blackhawks trading Duncan Keith to the Oilers in exchange for Caleb Jones and a mid-third-round pick. Well, not mid-third, yeah. but a third-round pick. This is a very interesting trade. Right? I'm... <laughs> I don't know if I this helps the Oilers it's... all this much. He's 37. He's 37. Uh, how many years do he have in his contract? Do you know? Oh, I didn't check that. Let me see. I mean, yeah, I will say this guy has been a beast in the NHL his whole career. And he has. He's he's probably a future. Or he could well, be a future Hall of Famer. He originally signed a 13-year deal. <laughs> if you didn't really? know that. Yeah. Let me see when it ends. Wow. 13-year deal for Duncan Keith. You hear that today, and you're, and I, I, as a person who was not around watching hockey at that time, I think, wow, that was not the smartest of choices. That was the deal that the Caps gave Ovechkin. It was 13 years, $124 million, and he's a free agent for us. He's a free agent <laughs> in 2023. But also, okay, Alex so Ovechkin he's... is one of the best goal scorers of all time. Yeah, but, dude, I, I think Keith, I mean, was he not named in the top 100 players ever? Yeah. A few years he's... ago? So, 
I mean, the guy is a, he's won three cups in the dynasty over there in, in Chicago. He's not making um, a lot of money uh, these next two years. He's making two point like one and then one point five in twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. So it's yeah. not it's not hitting the it's not hitting the salary cap for the Oilers that bad. No, that's not how it works in the NHL though. I don't think they think it's an even cap hit rate. Oh, that's what rate. I think. That's I think I'm looking at it. I was looking at his signing bonus, not his fucking. Uh, the angel does that on purpose so you can't stack teams the way you used to or like you know get a contract so like say you sign say you're shit and you you get mcdavid your first year and you know you're gonna be shit for like next like two years until you get guys around them you could sign mcdavid to like 25 million those first two years and by the end of it's like during their peak you sign about two million for those years so you know i mean like you could definitely maneuver a way to you know, try to screw other teams over, and you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess you, I guess you understand what I'm saying. But like, yeah, I did not need I the like, explanation, but I I'm sure somebody that is listening to this will appreciate it. Well, if you are that person, thank you for listening. To me. Thank you. <laughs> He's making five point five million dollars. That's his actual cap. <clears throat> it's still I'm not that bad. It could be worse. And I think he'll be able to play the next two years and still be effective. Still, he could still be at least a top six defenseman. At least. Still an interesting choice. I have also heard rumors that the Blackhawks want to get Seth Jones from Columbus and bring uh, the Jones brothers together. Ooh. Would be interesting to see. So, that would be sick. <laughs> yeah. That is all of our hockey news we have for now. Is uh, anything else you got on top of your head? Um, no. Uh, I think uh, more people are committing from RMU and transferring to other schools. So, um, shout out to them, and uh, hopefully, you know, people are able to find a new home. Have a great season, um, everybody. Yeah, and, yeah. And enjoy hockey, man. Uh, now we're gonna not talk about hockey. Now we're going to switch gears into a different sport. Steve, we're doing it. We're a sports podcast, not just a hockey podcast. I'm terrified. We're talking about the NBA today. Uh, I believe there's a game going on right now. Well, tomorrow night. Is it tomorrow night? Yes, sir. I'm just a dirty liar. (laughs) Uh, So we have three games so far. Game one. You had the Suns winning, and I'm just going to go over some uh, some key points from each game, and we could talk about them a little bit. So Devin Booker, I watched I watched uh, the replay of that game because we were we were recording a podcast the, the a podcast we were recording this podcast when that game was happening, but uh, Chris Paul scored 21 points of his uh, 32 in the second half, so he had a very good second half. And Giannis, Giannis, wow, Giannis, uh, he returned for game one from his injury, which we already talked about, and he got 20 points and 17 rebounds in 35 minutes. Which, that's not bad, from what I can tell. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like, no. elite, but it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Which 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 game are you talking about, game, or game one? Yeah, game one. Yeah, um... I was actually just about going on Giannis because uh, I work with a guy who talked my ear off on basketball today, which I actually really enjoyed because I was able to learn more than than I ever really knew. But I've I've noticed here looking at his stats when I was looking at him today is when he's on, his team usually wins. When he's not on, his team loses. Like it, they struggle winning games if he's not playing well. And we'll last talk... couple games, he's put 40 points, so he's he needs to keep buzzing, and the Suns need to shut him down. So when the Suns win the first quarter, they're 12-1 and one during the playoffs. <clears throat> so if the Suns win the first quarter, it very much seems like the Suns will win the game. So that's just an interesting stat that I saw that I wanted to I like up. that. Yeah. It is interesting. And then uh, Middleton had five... Uh, Five three-pointers in game one, which apparently Dude, that's is pretty nothing. good. 
That's nothing like my 2K character, bro. Your 2K character scores 100 points by himself. <laughs> hey, um, you just uh, gotta find that glitch. <laughs> the corner glitch. <laughs> corner 3 specialist. <laughs> uh... And yeah, that was game one. The Suns won. I didn't get to see that game, but yeah, that's that's basketball. <laughs> game two, the Suns won again, and they uh, they hit twenty three pointers with fifty percent efficiency, and they they were the second team ever to do this, and it's a franchise record for them. So they're making big moves. Now here, I... oh okay, sorry, sorry. Didn't I'm sure you're going to talk about Giannis. No. Okay. Well, Giannis scored 42 points, 12 rebounds. So a much huh, yeah. more, uh, a much bigger game in terms of points. He had four assists and three blocks. So he was he was working out there. And I want to talk about it a little bit because earlier you were talking about when he's on, you know, the Bucks seem to win. But the problem is <clears> if he's on and the rest of his team doesn't help him out, then he's just he, scoring yeah. points for nothing. Obviously. Obviously. And but... from what I could tell... The Suns got a comeback in this game, and a lot of it came from their bench, which we talked about with Carl, that the Suns' bench was better than the Bucks' bench. Than the Bucks' bench, yeah. So the trio of Michael Bridges, Jay Crowder, and Cameron Johnson combined for 25 points. Uh, and Bridges, I remember that name. You remember that name? Yes. 27 points. Oh, wow. So their bench really came in and helped them secure a victory. What were you going to say? I've interrupted you a bunch. No, no, no. I mean, uh, I was also just going to talk about Devin Booker being an X-Factor as well. I mean, the first two games, he had 27 points and 31 points. Game two, the game we're talking about, he shot 58.3% from three-point range. Game three, he shot 14.3% and had 10 points. I heard... My buddy told me today they, they took him out in the third quarter and he didn't come back. Now, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know how true that is. But it, it, he needs to step up, you know, help this team out. Jesus Christ, this kid's younger than me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hate seeing this shit. It makes me feel worse about myself all the time. But, yeah, dude, this guy, I mean, I, I really need to start getting into more basketball. I just, I don't know. I really just... I'm not much of a regular season kind of guy. I guess, you know, I've heard people say that about my sport, and I'm like, you're an idiot. So <laughs> come at me, everyone, if you're an NBA fan. It, prove me wrong. I'm, getting, me I'm definitely getting more into the sport. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Another interesting stat. Only four players since the NBA-ABA <laughs> merger have had a 40-point, 10-rebound game and lost in the finals. You want to know who those four people are? Who? Giannis, LeBron James, Shaquille O'Neal, and Charles Barkley. Yeah, I mean, some pretty big names. At least she, you know, he has some good company up there, and he's playing well. I don't think it's the list he was aiming for, though, buddy. <laughs> no, but at least he's, you know, he's around them. Devin Booker, you were talking about. Uh, he got. He's only. There's this another stat. Only. The only players under 25 with a 35-5 in a finals game are Kobe Bryant, Russell Westbrook, Dwayne Wade, and Devin Booker. Well, in the last 25 really, years, I'd like to. You really struggled saying Russell Westbrook's name there. Russell Westbrook. Don't, did I? Don't think don't think I didn't hear that. I didn't think <laughs> I did, but I'm going to have to I'm going to listen to this, so. <laughs> You're like Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I couldn't even do what you did. It was so impressive. <laughs> Well, Russell Westbrook <laughs> is uh, one of those guys. Uh, but yeah, the the bench on the Suns came out and uh, and really carried their team a little bit, and and that's what we talked about last week. So I'm glad some of the things we were talking about are coming to fruition. Okay, and then we got game three. Giannis with another 40-point game, which makes him the second player in NBA Finals history to total 40-plus points and 10-plus rebounds in consecutive games. The only other guy to hit those numbers are Shaquille O'Neal. I saw that somewhere. I think I saw that on Instagram. That's pretty nuts. 
Yeah, that's he's, pretty insane to be honest. He's also the first player to score 40 plus points in back-to-back NBA Finals games since LeBron did it. Uh, in game five and six of the 2016 finals. So he's balling out right now. Absolutely balling out for his team. And he's trying to carry these boys to victory. And that's why I'm excited to watch game four. Because that's at, that's in Milwaukee, right? Um, I think the Bucks are, I believe so. are at home. I believe so, yeah. So if they can tie it up at home, that'd be crazy. I'd love to see it. Yeah, no, I think it would be more exciting of a series up. I can't watch that tomorrow night. Oh, I want to. Ooh, Saturday. Tell me to play Saturday. 9 o'clock? Yeah, I'll be tuning into that. I'll probably watch it with you, honestly. Probably. It's most likely going to happen. There was also the Cam Johnson duck and dunk. <clears throat> duck. I'm excited for fucking Space Jam. Cam Johnson <laughs> dunk uh, on PJ Tucker. That was just that blew up Twitter for for a good minute. And it was yeah. pretty nuts. Yeah, and and the, you, you're going to hear me talk bad about it for just one reason. Because there's one thing that I'm sick and tired of seeing on ESPN is when someone scores some gross goal in hockey or someone does has like some insane catch in football and a fucking dunk gets number one on top plays of the night. Nothing makes me want to vomit more than seeing someone dunk as number one. Okay, I gre- it was sick. It was a sick play, but I just had to get that off my chest because I feel like it's not said enough. I feel <laughs> you on that actually, because some... oh my gosh, dude! I mean, they even these NHL goals just even look more impressive to me than a, than some, some of these dunks. Yeah, anything a baseball catch, a guy diving like and shredding his arm to catch a ball like. Something like <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion, and that was like that's like the one thing I always think about whenever I see people get hyped up over a dunk. The first thing I think about is how overhyped they are. Um, I get it. It was a cool dunk. I'm not trying to say oh it was a trash play. No, obviously not. The guy's a freak athlete. He's in the NBA making millions of dollars for a reason. That's just something I felt like I wanted to input. Uh, from my point of view, just as a generalization of dunking, in general, you know, as a whole. So. No, yeah, I feel you. Uh, and that's it. That's what we got for well, not the whole podcast, but that's all we got for the NBA. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah, we got Game Four <laughs> uh, tomorrow, so I'm excited to watch that. I'm excited to watch the rest of the series. Now, the last sport we're going to talk about today, I think, for the first time on the podcast is the MLB, because that's what we're going to have for the next, like, couple weeks, so. Wait, hold on real quick. Totally just sidetracking here. I saw a tweet that said, excited for Zach Parise to score 25 goals next season on a league minimum contract with the Lightning. <laughs> that is too good. That's ha- that <laughs> would happen, too. It would happen. I'm retweeting that. Dude, that's hilarious. All right, go ahead. I'm so sorry. That, that just had to be said. There were just some interesting things that happened in the MLB this week, so I wanted to talk about them. You had uh, Pablo Lopez for the Marlins strike out nine dudes in a row, which is an MLB record. Holy God. He struck out the entire batting order. Three innings, three strikeouts in a row. That is insane. Yeah. Like he's doing this against a professional against professional athletes. This is not some like random like event. Like that is I don't even I don't watch baseball that much and I know that's that's insane. I mean like I you want nine right strikeouts now. in a whole game. This is just like no, nah, I'm gonna get you all at once before we even Jeez, continue. Yeah, that's 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 an impressive feat, um for sure. For sure. By the way, before I don't want to get into it now, I think this would be a great way to end the podcast. But just remind me, at the end of this, I have some big news. I'm just going to keep it open my phone. I'm going to look at my phone until the end. I'm just going to keep it open. All right? Okay. Just remind me. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> we have the other side of the spectrum. We had great pitching, and then we just have an absolute route from the Dodgers. 22 runs in a game. Eight home runs. <laughs> Two grand slams. What? 
And 21 hits. What in good God are the Dodgers eating? Because I want some. That is... <laughs> they have more runs than they had hits. <laughs> right? Like, what is that? <laughs> well, I don't, or home run, I don't think home runs are counted as hits. And that could have been part of it. I don't know. But eight home runs, two grand slams. Uh, the two grand yeah. slams for Verm were from Justin Turner and Mookie Betts. Wow. I don't even know how you do that. Yeah, I watched uh, I watched the recap of it, and it's still insane to me. I don't think, I don't think home runs count as hits, but I could be wrong, dude. We're not baseball experts. Hey, you know what? Tweet (laughs) at us at Chill and Chill and let us know uh, what that the how that works. Yes, please, please let me know. It'd be great. Yeah. So there you go. We're not baseball experts. I'm I'm getting into baseball. I'm learning. But, I mean, that's about all of the analysis I can really give on that. The only other thing that I wanted to talk about is the home run derby because that was yesterday. We had the All-Star game, to, <laughs> we had the All-Star game today, uh, but I did not watch it. Yeah, that. it's I'm on right be, now. I'm not going to be honest with you. I, I am going to be honest with you. I did not watch it, so I can't. Don't really be honest with it. us. Please don't be honest with us. Lie to us. I should have watched it because that would have given me an in, uh, like an introduction to a lot of the baseball stars. But honestly, honestly, dude, I hate watching the All Star games for all that shit. For all I, sports, it's always I terrible. It's, I think it's stupid, but whatever. That's just me. I think I give those guys a vacation instead. I don't think they even want to be there. Like in my they rather give us the the week or the little five day break. Let us go to Maui, Hawaii, and sit on the beach. Like seriously, like they don't need to be playing that sport. They do that for their job. Like I don't know. That's just me. I think those guys would like a rest, but whatever, whatever. So you had the home run derby yesterday, and I did watch that, and I watched because I'm an Angel fan, and I was like, man, finally. Something good can oh, happen yeah. for the Angels. We ha- we have somebody that can win the home run derby. Yeah, didn't you have a what's his name? Oh, oh. Shohei Otani. Otani, yes. And he's, he got knocked out in the first round by Juan Soto. Oh my gosh, really? It went. Dude. It it was pretty fantastic to watch. Anyway, it went into uh, a one minute swing off because they tied. Then they tied on the mon- mon- one minute swing off. So they had to go to a three-swing battle. And Juan Soto won. He hit all three of his home runs. Man was a stud. Dude, that's so funny that Juan Soto's even there. He has 11 home runs this year. <laughs> yeah. He did He did pretty well in the home run derby. Dude, he has 11 home runs. And he's... Well, whatever. <laughs> and he's there like I don't I don't understand that but that's that's I funny. Do not know what how that's voted upon. But clearly he was meant to be there if he, if if uh he beat the dude who has the know? most home runs in the league. Yeah. Was Kyle Schwarber there or no? Uh cuz I mean he's the um he's he's been hot lately uh swinging the bat. I can't He's find the completed the bracket. He's fourth I in the to league. go through it. Where is it? He's 25 home runs this season. Dude, he's playing like a beast. Um, but, yeah. Okay, uh, here we go. So, in the first round, you had Trey Mancini beating uh, Matt Olson. Trey Mancini hit 24 home runs. Olson hit 23. Then you had Trevor Story going against Joey Gallo. Trevor, uh, I'm going to call him Story. Story hit 20 and Gallo hit 19. And this is where it gets crazy. Then it was Pete Alonso versus Salvador Perez. Alonso beat the record for most home runs in the uh, first round. He hit 35. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nuts. And here's the worst part. Salvador Perez, 28 home runs. He is second. He has the second most amount of home runs, and he's out. He gets knocked. Yeah, that's got yeah. to gotta suck. Salvador Perez is also ranked 12th in the league in home runs, too. <laughs> I'd also like to mention, I'm going to say these guys, Shohei and Juan Soto's home runs, these are with the extra minute and the three swing off. So, I, you know, 
technically Juan Soto has 31 home runs, but he did not get he did not get that in like the same amount of time that Perez did. So I just wanted to mention that. Same thing with Otani; he had 28. So Juan Soto, like I just described earlier, uh, beat Shea Otani, and we go on to round two. And round two just does not look as exciting. Round two, Trey Mancini uh, beat Trevor Story 13 home runs to 12. I don't... Hmm. I think the, the the time you get is less. Time is less, yeah. Yeah, so that's why. But whatever. The, I mean, it's crazy that they're within one home run of each other. That happened, look, one, two, three, and the next one, four, five times throughout. Out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rounds, five of them have been were within one home run of each other. That's crazy. Wow. So Pete Alonso gets sixteen, and Juan Soto got fifteen. Oh. Yeah. So super close. I know you wanted Juan Soto to go. Then you have the final, and Pete Alonso beats Trey Mancini twenty-three to twenty-two. And I believe this is Pete Alonso oh. is back to back now for a home run derby. I would have wanted Mancini to win because he's an Orioles guy. I, I still like the Orioles, so I know you do, yeah. Uh, but oh yeah, well. Pete Alonso gets the back to back home runs, and <clears throat> the home runs were far and insane. Did you see the guy that fell over the railing? <laughs> yeah, that was so yeah. good. I saw it live with John. And we both were just like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And then they kept, like, showing highlights of the home runs. And we are like, go back to that guy. Show me that replay. <laughs> like, I want that in slow-mo at four different angles. Come on. Yeah, dude, that. Uh, how do you think that guy feels? <laughs> bro, I'd be He's laughing. Us, please. <laughs> oh, my god, That's amazing. And I don't even think he caught the ball. Just unfortunate. Yeah, no, he man. didn't. He didn't. He he just like landed flat on his face, and the ball went down to the to the. Uh, oh my god! And there was a kid. The there's a kid who tore his ACL in the outfield. What? Did you hear about that? No. Dude, a kid tore his ACL. A kid. A kid. What are you they, doing they have like kids in the outfield, like catching the ones that like don't make it out. Oh, well, how old was he? How did he? Towards ACL. I'm, I'm looking. At, I'm looking up the story right now. I know it happened. Please don't tell me this kid was seven. That's probably like catastrophic and scarring to them like forever. <laughs> Jeez, Let's see that's here. Terrible. No, I don't want to see all these. Ugh, they're talking about like real athletes. I put kid. Yeah, I gotta go to Twitter. I'll find it. <laughs> all right. And while he's doing that, I'll keep you guys occupied. Yeah. <laughs> Start no, singing a, um, a tune. A tune? I don't want to sing a tune. By the way, Bailey, have you been to an MLB ballpark? Yeah, of course. Dude, you have to come to Maryland and come to Camden Yards. Unbelievable view, dude. It Oh, most beautiful ballpark in baseball. Uh, you know, that PNC Park in Pittsburgh, that one's beautiful. But those two, like... Yeah, I think those are like got to be the top two. Those are, oh, they're so sick. This is a very old timey ballpark. Very Some of the dude, I don't know, like the atmosphere of, of a ballpark is so much better than on TV. It's insane. Oh, like, dude, I can watch cool. a hockey game on the TV and be totally content, <clears throat> knowing that like the you know the, the stadium experience is better. And same thing with football. I I think I'd rather watch it on TV most of the time. Because I just don't want to deal with all the bullshit of traffic and parking. And I'm a big person, so sitting in those tiny seats I don't like. It's not a, like, the atmosphere, amazing. The overall experience for me, not always great. Well, hockey games? Yeah, hockey and football. either, Either or. But baseball, I don't know. Like, when I'm at the baseball field and actually watching in the stadium... I get way more hype. Really? Yeah. It is one of my... uh, That's something I want to do soon. I just want to take a Saturday, 
and go to a ballpark, drink a bunch of beers beforehand, and just sit there and sip on some brews and watch baseball for oh, four hours. Oh, here it is. I oh. fucking found it. That is something I need. All right, how old is this kid? I don't know how old he is, but you can see he's, he's not he's old. not like a seven-year-old. He looks like he's maybe like a teenage kid. Okay. I don't know All if right. that makes well, that it makes better, by the way. It, I don't know if it makes it better, but like imagine me. I put it in the challenge chat. I've never heard of a seven-year-old tearing their ACL. Like, What's funny really, is, really, I mean, is it Kiko Alonso? He's a Met player, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. The guy who's batting is just like vibing as this dude's like, as this kid's like limping off the field <laughs> with help. That's he's just, just sad. He's just vibing, bro. Obviously, he doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, but I don't know. Funny. It's still, it's <laughs> so funny to me. Poor, I hope the kid recovers and and whatever. But <laughs> oh wow, um, that's gonna suck for him. You know, he's gonna deal with all that. I don't. <clears throat> I, anyway, that happened as well at the home run derby. <laughs> like that sucks. It sucks for the kid, but I can't help but laugh. <laughs> and I might go to hell. For wow. That. You know what, dude? In <sighs> fuck. I was about to Let's say injuries are funny. <laughs> I was gonna say injuries are funny, but they're not. No, injuries are only funny if it's like an old person falling downstairs. Okay. And that we sounds all know worse. Funny. That no. kid's gonna yeah. recover fine. He's, he's <laughs> young. He's spry. He basically just Dude. described a life alert commercial. <laughs> I fall in and, and I, I can't, can't get, get up. up. <laughs> You know about Good the thing I have life alert. <laughs> Do you know about the ad that uh, was too scary and they had to take it off the air? No, it's literally like an old woman and she's like, she's like, help, help! <laughs> I think you've told me about this before. It's <laughs> we're such horrible people. Like, That's oh too no! Funny, dude. Help! Someone save Gam Gam. <laughs> and like the camera goes down the stairs, and there's this old lady with her laundry basket, and she's laying on the ground. And the commercial's just like, "What's gonna happen to your grandma?" <laughs> I'm such a horrible person because it's I think an actor. Funny. It's not a real person. It's not a real know, But the thought of it is just cracking me up right now, and I'm such a terrible person. But I just love funny. the idea of someone with a camera just like, just being like, "Okay, Myrtle." <laughs> If, Go if ahead I and ever... give me your best. I'm gonna die. Uh, pain sounds, please. If, if I ever fall down a flight of stairs and I'm a senior citizen, I would only expect people to laugh. If they do anything but laugh, I will be mad because it's fucking funny. Okay, I'm maybe I just this. have a sick sense of humor. But if I laugh as an old man, I will turn around and say, "Laugh, bitch." <laughs> You're gonna have a Did that on purpose head. just to just just to get you people to laugh and none of you laughed? <laughs> Look, I, I broke threw, my arm for I this threw, shit. <laughs> I threw myself down the stairs on purpose to make you laugh. <laughs> and you're not even laughing. Oh my god. Oh what anyway. am I saying right now? Okay. We, we went off topic, but you know what? I had a good laugh and I'm sure I hope people other people do. What uh what was your what was your last thing you had for me, Steven, that you were you trying uh. to remind you about? So, John Bucci Gross tweeted at 9.21, almost two hours ago, as we're recording this. On a little New York, Ohio, PA golf trip, vacation, I should say, and not sure if it's out there, but, but, hearing Robert Morris, hockey programs will be reinstated. Stay tuned. Really? Now, I have a little bit to say about this. Okay, feel free. More and more people are transferring, and whether they're transferring or they just they're going home, they're finishing up at community college, or they're they're hanging up the skates, whatever it is, they have already fucked this whole program. Oh, absolutely, ruined it. And I'll I'm I'm happy that what us and so many other people have been doing to try to save the program. But Howard, it's a little bit too late in a sense. Not in the sense of maybe 
future kids who are coming here um you know re it's really great for the for the city of pittsburgh and for the school um and the community but at the same time you've lost so many of your your players you've lost a lot of trust and um yeah i mean i'm 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 grateful for it because for the people who are returning to RMU who couldn't find another place to play, I'll be happy in the sense that they'll be able to finish their college careers at least. And um, here's the deal. I think it'll be reinstated just for <clears throat> Howard to go, okay, we're getting rid of it. You have time now, and they're going to get rid of it anyway. Well, no, I don't know if that's the case. He might. He might, I think he, he right totally now, would do that because that's the big the lawsuit. That's the big lawsuit is that he did not give anybody ample time. He hid the information, yeah. and that's the illegal part of it. So if he yeah, is going what? to bring it back to not be in legal trouble, he's. I feel like he's absolutely just going to be like, okay, well, this is the last season. Now you have ample time. You know what? He's going to get this guy. Take him down anyways. Reinstate the program and then still take him down. I want this guy done for. Reinstate the program really and get rid of that idiot and that's in charge. Yeah, the guy's a clown. Absolutely he's a clown. clown. He is obviously he's... mismanaged this whole thing, and he's just treated the hockey sports program like a fucking joke. Dude, it's okay, because this guy's reputation is ruined. How much of a bet that someone's going to spit on him at least once walking through Moon this year? I, uh, We I, don't I recommend that just, as, just so we... Don't do that. Yeah, we won't get in trouble. I'm not going to do it. I, <laughs> I, I have a good reputation. All right. So, I no, but I guarantee you something like that's going to happen. Imagine the people that look at him when he goes to Giant Eagle. He probably has to or have someone go, you know, do what do you call it the the the, the Instacart, not a yeah, sponsor. Whatever you do. Yeah, you call you like call you call ahead or you make your order and then you go and you pick up your food. He's wearing like. A mask, like below his face, on the bottom of his face. He's probably wearing one on top of his head. Because he's got he those glasses that have the nose attached with the mustache. <clears throat> yes, that's even better. <laughs> yes, he's going. Oh, let's think of different disguises. Like he probably goes in like wrapped like a mummy, like it's Halloween. <laughs> no one knows who he is. <laughs> I like to imagine but, him in the the inflatable dinosaur suit. Oh my god! <laughs> he's going to pick up his food. <laughs> with how stupid this guy is, he's probably going in with like one of those sumo suits, and his face is still like exposed. <laughs> he has a mask on, but it just covers like his. It, it only covers like his head and his chin, so you can still see his face, nose, eyes, all that. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, Dude, nobody's gonna tell. He's really upset me, and and I think the biggest, I I I mean, obviously, like what people what those players went through and what they're still going through hits me pretty hard. But when I went over, you know, when our, our team got invited to his house a couple years ago, he literally looked into my eyes and said that he was building an arena like in moon right by campus, you know, and, and he was going to do big things for hockey at RMU and he lied through his teeth. And that's just, you know, I just don't have respect for, for someone like that. I really don't. Oh, absolutely um, zero respect for this. Yeah, it's just... He's Dr. Coward. Yeah, it's, it's the most... He's the most political bullshit uh, leader I've ever heard. He, he's not even a leader. You can't put that... You can't put Dr. Howard and leader in the same sentence. It's just sad. Uh, it's, you know, I'm done trying to trash a guy because I really, I really don't like just trashing on people, but you know what's going on is just a shame. Hopefully, hopefully it gets reinstated. I'd love to see the program survive. What you know, so many people, you know, the athletes, the coaches, the staff, the community, everyone that's been involved in building this program in such a short life that it's had, and and making its way to the top, and putting Robert Morris on the map at least in some regard. Um, you know, hopefully it's uh. Hopefully, it, you know, it at least gets to keep its name and, 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 you know, rebuild again. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for us today. Hope you guys enjoyed this yep. episode. It was much more of a sports uh, sports podcast today rather than a hockey one. Go follow us on Twitter, please. We'd love to talk to you guys. We obviously can't, you know, have a conversation with you here. So go to our Twitter at Chill and Chill. We love to talk and follow the podcast and and give us a like, rate it, all that good stuff. We would really appreciate it. Yes, sir. I'm good. That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. Stay happy and healthy.